You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, March 9th. I'm Portia Cook, your news director, and I, along with Assistant News Director Lee Zempel, are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, knowing about severe weather before it happens makes it much easier to prepare and can even save people's lives. CSU researchers recently released a powerful tool that can help do just that. Learn more in campus news with Lee Zempel. And City Council member Shirley Peel is hosting an informal community listening session focused on homelessness in Fort Collins. Find out how you can be a part of the discussion with me in local news. And a nationwide outbreak of the avian flu has driven up the cost of eggs across the country. And while cases have recently slowed, one Colorado expert warns that there will be another surge in cases come spring. This and more in national news with Lee Zempel. And with that, let's move right into campus news with Zempel. I'm Lee Zempel reporting your campus news. Knowing about severe weather before it happens makes it much easier to prepare and can even save people's lives. CSU researchers recently released a powerful tool that can help do just that. For the past several years, CSU professor of atmospheric science and climatologist Russ Schumacher led a team in developing a machine learning model which significantly improves storm prediction accuracy. The model was first trained on predicting heavy rainfall, but now it's smart enough to confidently predict other events like tornadoes or hail. And it can do it up to eight days beforehand leaving a critical window of time to spread the word and help the public repair. In an interview with KOA Colorado Morning News, Schumacher said the team is now happily partnered up with the National Weather Service, where professional forecasters use their expertise combined with the model in order to put out confidently accurate forecasts. The team is also working with the Storm Prediction Center to continue testing and refining the model to make it even more accurate, because as is the case for many artificial intelligence models, it's not entirely perfect. CSU research scientist Aaron Hill said that the model isn't meant to replace professional forecasters, but it's meant to be a useful tool that can help boost confidence in knowing when it's appropriate to issue weather warnings to the public. If you're interested in learning more about the model and the team behind it, that information is available on CSU Source. Contributions to this story come from both CSU Source and KOA AM. With spring break just around the corner, I know a lot of students are understandably excited to get away from school and just focus on having fun. But something you may want to put on your radar now, whether you're a CSU student or not, is the Run for Relief 5K. It'll be happening the week after spring break once everyone is back on campus. The Run for Relief event is all about raising support and funds for international students whose home countries are experiencing conflict. On Saturday, March 25th at nine in the morning, the run will start on campus at the Oval near Laurel Hall. Right now, there are many huge international events going on, like the war in Ukraine and the devastating earthquakes in Syria and Turkey. So this run feels especially important right now. According to CSU source, International Enrollment Center Director Steen Verholz said now is an important time to help CSU's international community, and this event can help provide the funds to support students through scholarships before the end of the semester. Registration for the run is $10 for CSU students and $25 for the public. Participants will also get t-shirts, mugs, and other items that have been donated from local businesses. All funds will be used for current and future international students. 
That's it for your campus news. My name is Lee Zimpel. Up next is local news with Portia Cook. In local news, two Fort Collins council members are serving as part of a National League of City Councils. Council member Shirley Pill was appointed to the Council of Youth Education and Families, which connects city and youth leaders, addresses the needs, and improves outcomes for children, youth, and their families. Council member Trisha Cononosio was appointed to the University Communities Council, which works to share ideas and creative solutions to the unique challenges affecting university communities. The NLC works to strengthen local leadership, influence federal policy, and drive innovative solutions and is comprised of city, town, and village leaders from across the country that are focused on improving the quality of life for their current and future constituents. NLC member councils bring together leaders from communities that are similar in size, type, or another important characteristic to provide space for local leaders to network and exchange ideas around issues of importance to their communities. More information on NLC in Fort Collins can be found online by visiting www.nlc.org slash current initiatives slash member council two. And speaking of Fort Collins Council Member Shirley Peel, Peel's next city listening session is taking place on March 11th with a focus on one of Fort Collins's biggest concerns today. Fort Collins City Council Member Peel will host an informal community listening session from 10 to 12 p.m. on Saturday, March 11th at the Harmony Library Community Room. The session will focus on homelessness in Fort Collins from 10 to 11 a.m. and a general listening session from 11 to 12 p.m. According to the Fort Collins Rescue Mission, 353 people are currently experiencing homelessness in Fort Collins. 39% of those are chronically homeless, and 16% are homeless due to domestic violence. Of the 353 people, 54% report at least one disability, and more than 25% of the homeless population are unsheltered, living on the streets, under bridges, in cars or abandoned buildings, or camping in open areas. In response to the growing number of homeless people in Fort Collins, this city says, quote, We are never going to end homelessness. However, the goal is to put a system in place so that when a person does experience homelessness, it is a rare, brief, and non-reoccurring situation. This is called functionally ending homelessness or functional zero, end quote. So what is the city of Fort Collins' role in addressing homelessness? Well, the city of Fort Collins does not provide direct services like the distribution of clothing, food, or other goods. Instead, the city says it focuses its efforts on funding community agencies, convening critical conversations, and policy development. The city says that all of those working to make homelessness rare, brief, and a non-recurring event in our community are unified in the desire to build better systems while using data and collaboration to respond best and reorganize the challenges that lead to homelessness in the first place. If you're looking for more information on homelessness in Fort Collins, you can head to fcgov.com slash social sustainability slash homelessness. Here you will find information on shelters, types of homelessness, city funding, and a variety of frequently asked questions. Up next, from music to arts and culture and everything in between, we here at KCSU have you covered with the latest events all around Fort Collins. Find out what's going on around Fort Collins and events news with me after the break. Mom, I'm really hungry. I just want some chicken nuggets. All right, sweetie. Um, I'll call over the waiter. Uh, Waiter? Waiter? Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Yes, how, how can I help you? Um, I'm not sure what we really want to order yet. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, well, what we do have as a special right now is the KCSU app. 
Ooh, an appetizer. What's in it? It's actually an app for a radio station where you can listen to all of your favorite shows and podcasts and more. Oh, wow. That sounds really good. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to help your hunger or anything, but it is going to hook you up with some cool tunes. So. Ooh, I'll download that app right now. Wait a minute. Do I know you, Dad? <gasps> uh, 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 download the KCSU app today. Portia Cook and I am back with the Rocky Mountain Review. If you are looking for things to do both on and off campus, you can head to kcsufm.com to see what's going on on the events calendar. Some of the spotlight events taking place this week in Fort Collins include Being Doubled, a discussion on Native American artists and art and identity. Being Doubled kicks off tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Longmont Museum and Cultural Center. If you're looking to enjoy some live music, there is plenty of it. The Crooked Rugs with Tongue Bite and Cactus kicks off tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Aggie Theater right here in Fort Collins. Tickets for the show are $15. And to kick off the weekend, Downtime with Satellite Pilot and Wolverine will play their show on Friday, March 10th at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Lyric. And gather your beehive because the Aggie Theater is throwing a Beyonce dance party that kicks off at 8 o'clock p.m. on Saturday, March 11th. Tickets for this event are also $15. Ticket links for these and all other events can, of course, be found on the events calendar at kcsufm.com. Coming up after the break, a nationwide outbreak of the avian flu has driven up the cost of eggs across the country. And while cases have recently slowed, one Colorado expert warns that there will likely be another surge in cases coming spring. This and more in National News with Lee Zempel after the break.
CSU students. The University Center for the Arts, which houses music, theater, dance, opera, and the CSU Marching Band, produces more than 250 events per year. Student fees cover tickets to any performance at the UCA, so it's no charge for students to attend. For more information about performances and special events, or to reserve your ticket, visit csuartstickets.com. That's csuartstickets.com. In national news, a nationwide outbreak of the avian flu has driven up the cost of eggs across the country, and while cases have slowed recently, one Colorado expert warns that there will likely be another surge in cases come spring. Veterinarian Maggie Baldwin said that as flocks of wild birds migrate across the U.S., the virus will travel and spill over into other environments that will affect all birds, including farm chickens. So far, over 6 million chickens have died because of the avian flu. The number includes the birds who have died from the virus itself and the birds that have been put down to try and control the outbreak within a flock. Because of that, as of January this year, the average cost of a dozen eggs has gone up over 150% since 2022. The length of this outbreak is, according to Baldwin, unprecedented, and commercial chicken farms will need to keep up biosecurity measures to protect their stock. For big commercial farms, recovery after a mass death event takes months and millions of dollars. The federal government is considering vaccinating chickens through a large-scale program to help cushion the rising cost of eggs, but as of right now, Baldwin said that there isn't a clear end in sight for this outbreak. With no treatment put in place yet, and with the inevitable migration of birds around the corner, it seems that for now, the nation is going to see high egg prices for a while. Information for this story comes from Colorado Public Radio. My name is Lee Zimpel, and that's all for your national news. Up next, hear about all things sports with Eliza Drotar. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Report. In men's basketball, this team finished up their regular season for a win against New Mexico here in Fort Collins on your senior night and are now in the Mountain West Tournament. They will be facing off against their first opponent, Fresno State, and if they make it past that, they will be going to the quarterfinals the next day. In women's basketball news, the team has already made a great head start into the Mountain West Tournament, going against Boise State and taking the win at 53-52. They will be facing off against the number 2 ranked Wyoming later this week, and if they are able to beat them, they will head over to the Mountain West Finals. So best of luck to everyone that is currently in Las Vegas. In women's softball news, the GCU Invitational is almost here, taking place in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Rams will be facing off against Abilene, Christian, and Grand Canyon University before finally starting their home series here in Fort Collins. And of course, finally, in our track and field news, the women's team wins the 2023 Mountain West Indoor Track and Field Championships while the men take second in the division. Fantastic work to everyone on the track and field team, and we wish you all the best before heading into the NCAA Championships. My name is Eliza Drotar. This has been your RMR Sports Report. KCSU thanks Tribal Rights for their underwriting support. Tribal Rights is a full custom tattoo and body piercing studio and jewelry boutique located close to campus on College Avenue. Tribal Rights prides itself on service, artistic expression, and jewelry selection. To schedule an appointment, call 970-221-9712 or go to tribalrightstattoo.com.
with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Thursday, March 9th. What a beautiful day in Fort Collins and a nice breakaway from the chilly temps we've had in the area lately. Today, we saw a high of 51 degrees with beautiful sunny skies. Tonight, we will see mostly cloudy skies with a high of 25 degrees. As for this weekend's weather, Friday will give us a high of 50 degrees with mostly cloudy skies and winds between 10 to 15 miles per hour. Saturday drops to a high of 50 degrees with cloudy skies and you can expect a few rain showers throughout the day. Sunday is giving us mostly cloudy skies with a high of 29 degrees and light winds. As for next week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. I would also like to thank Lee Zempel, our news producer, Adam Carlson, as well as the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener, so thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we will see you next time. Thank you.